This podcast features three supposed adults who definitely use adult language. They're also supposedly writers who are definitely not procrastinating by making this podcast. Listener discretion is advised. to No Bad Ideas, the storytelling game show where we take the worst ideas from the internet and try to turn them into stories that are actually good. My name is Gabriel Urbina, and I am your first Bad Ideas host. My name is Sarah Shackett. I'm your second Bad Ideas host. And my name is Zach Valenti, your third Bad Ideas host. And this is just a casual, everyday episode of No Bad Ideas, right, guys? Just like, just chilling, just hanging out. Just uh, I, I, I'm checking my notes here. This is our 200th episode. NBD. <laughs> That's right. We've no been doing deal. this nonsense for 200 weeks at least. Thank you for glossing NBDs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had to be taught at it. some point. No, guys, can you believe we've been making this show since, what, October of 2018? Unreal. Yeah. In the before times. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Man. The age of the world has come and gone. Was it before or after we dropped zero hours? It was right after. It was about a week after we dropped zero wow. hours. Because we've been planning it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It was well before zero hours. It was about a week after we dropped time bombs. Oh, fuck. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, that's right. No, we had been talking about versions of this show for a while. Yeah. Yes. And then we did it. And then zero hours was in 2019. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. And I think like the true <laughs> genesis of No the Bad Ideas years have been a soup. came from like lunch breaks and dinner breaks that we took while we were making time bombs. Yeah. And that's when we were kind of, you know, talking about, well, what would a talk show be like? And we kind it was of even before on... we made time bombs. Time bombs was like, well, that's the, we haven't figured out the talk show yet. So let's exactly. make this other thing. <laughs> yeah. And then sort of in making time bombs, we kind of finally decided like, oh, the talk show should be a very, 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 very silly yeah. concept. Just like how low can you possibly go on utility? Right, right, right. And now we've done it for 200 episodes. Yeah, we've, we return to again and again. How low can we go? And I think we're going to set a new record today, folks. Yeah, this is this is a subterranean John. This is drilling towards the bottom of the earth in terms of utility. No, we're about to go to mentally fracking and it's a problem. <laughs> we're already already off to a great start. <laughs> Zach, why don't you tell the folks at home what we've done to ourselves and why we'll never be the same? Well, it's terminal. Um, <laughs> we subjected ourselves for your listening pleasure to the worst movie we could think of when we all put our heads together and thought of to do something really special for episode number 200. <laughs> can we maybe take the worst film we can think of? Just like, what's the dumbest idea that we've come across in a collective 12 years of film school? That, that the, the three of us have not seen, to be clear. there's We've seen a lot of stupid movies, but this is, we had to think of a movie that none of us have seen that we think is a bad idea. <laughs> Yeah, and boy, and, we found and one. We found it. <laughs> and, and so we've already watched it. We're not going to watch it while we're recording 
uh, because podcasts aren't useful in that way. Yes. Yeah. So we watched it. We were able to watch it all together, which was really lovely. Yep. Um, One of the few times we've all been in the same room since the start of the pandemic. Very necessary. It was great. It was needed to get through this movie. (laughs) But our task today is to take this, this bad movie and do our darndest in 10 minutes to try and turn it, to write the ship, to see if we could make it a good movie, actually. Sarah, would you like to maybe part the kimono that is keeping us sane? Uh, what, what was this movie? What was the movie? What did we watch? What what did we flagellate ourselves with? All interesting word choices. Um, We watched Weekend at Bernie's. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Yep. None yeah. of us had seen Weekend at Bernie's. And now we may never recover. Here's the thing. Having now seen Weekend at Bernie's, I feel like I saw Weekend at Bernie's in every offhand reference in every Mm -hmm. TV show I've ever watched, most notably Community, which wears it on its sleeve. As it does all its references. Um, But yeah, there's not much to it. Yeah, I think that before we started, I told some friends of ours that we were doing it and that there was a part of me that was clinging to hope that we would watch it and kind of go, you know, this movie got a bad rap. It's actually pretty fun. It's got some clever gags. It's it's fun. It's like, okay, maybe it's not, you know, like rocket science, but it's fun. That moment did not come. I did not feel like I had to apologize for no. years of thinking that it was a bad movie and dreading having to ever watch it. It does contain worlds within itself <laughs> while having not much to it. It simultaneously contains entire oceans. I will give it a couple of like neat moments of cinematic humor. I think that there were maybe four moments that all three of us laughed. And that's maybe it for about a 90 hour generous. You could have done it in a a student short film. It could have been a four minute. 12 minutes. Yeah, right, right. Max. Max. Uh, Obviously, spoilers for Weekend at Bernie's. We could talk about we could talk about. (laughs) how bad this movie was for a little bit, but like, let's go to a chase. It was bad. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to set 10 minutes on the clock and we're going to try our best to script doctor this. To kind of <laughs> go, if that script had landed on our desks, how could we have turned it into a good film? But like Sarah just said, spoiler warning, if you have not seen Weekend at Bernie's, I envy you deeply. Please keep it that way. But if you, for some reason that is beyond me, care about not knowing what happens in that classic, classic film, Weekend at Bernie's, now would be the time to maybe put this on pause and rejoin us after your life has become 90 minutes shorter. That is the way to describe what happened as our lives became 90 minutes shorter after that movie. Now, how about we do a good deed for the people and uh-huh. maybe spare them that time with some bullet points? <laughs> sure. Okay, I have the, I have the Wikipedia page. Uh, <laughs> Fabulous. Which is already, it's already made me angry. Do you guys want to guess how much money it cost to make this movie? Five million dollars. More than that, I More think. More than that, maybe baby. Twenty million dollars. Less than that. Fifteen million. It grossed thirty million on a fifteen million dollar budget. Oh it boy! Doubled its budget at the box office. I hate it. Nineteen eighties. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. Nineteen eighty nine. So the plot of this movie, for anyone who doesn't know, there's these two guys. They are allegedly yeah. computer engineers. <laughs> allegedly. Uh, allegedly, yeah. <laughs> but they're low-level clerks at this insurance company. They find yeah. some insurance fraud in yep. like the most 
forced and tacky way. I'm going to try not to do too much editorializing or I'll be here forever. <laughs> but they find some insurance fraud and they take it to their boss, a guy named Bernie, who's an asshole. Yep. Bernie is like, I'm so glad you found this fraud. Please come to my house in the Hamptons for you a long weekend. Enterprising lawful do-gooders. Please come, yeah, <laughs> come to my house for your just rewards. Meanwhile, exactly. on their way out the door, he starts dialing for none other than his <laughs> mafia friends. Yeah. yeah. So Bernie is behind the fraud. He contacts his, his mafia friends and they go to an Italian restaurant to have lunch. All very normal stuff. It's a spicy meatball. This is also a calamity of isms, this whole film. Yeah. It's, yep. it's yep. very yep. bad. And he convinces his mafia contacts to kill these two dudes and make it look like a murder-suicide. Or so he thinks. But the, the, <laughs> the mob is like, well, one, Bernie is sleeping with one of the mobsters' moles, I guess is the term. And no boy bueno. knows. It's it's very sloppy. Badly done, Bernie. Yeah. And so the, the mob guys are like, we're not going to kill these two dudes. We're going to kill Bernie and make it look like a suicide. We're going to send our assassin to whack Bernie. Right. So that happens. <laughs> Bernie goes to the Hamptons. Yeah. The assassin is good at his job. He whacks him. And then the two guys appear to discover Bernie's corpse. Mm-hmm. And that's where the movie would have you believe that the fun begins. Yes. Because for various reasons, they decide to maintain the fiction that Bernie is alive and partying in the Hamptons with the rest <laughs> of the Hampton swingers who take up a whole beach instead of calling the police. I have no memory at all for why they came to the conclusion that this was the correct decision to do. I mean, at first they're overwhelmed by events. Like, I think the party comes to the house before they have time sure, to call the sure, police. Sure, sure, sure. But it's a very thin justification yeah. of, of what's yeah. going on. Eventually the mobster thinks that Bernie is still alive. Lots of people think that Bernie is still alive when he is in fact dead. If you know anything about Weekend at Bernie's, it's that they put some sunglasses on him and sort of, you know, pose him around the city. That happens disturbingly late into the movie, though. It's like 50 minutes before the concept for the film is finally in place. Yeah, Yeah, it's wild how late that happens. But that's the we'll save that for when the timer's on. But yeah, there's a romantic B plot that I'm not going to explain because it's stupid. And eventually the mobster comes and attacks our two bros. Mm -hmm. They survive Mm -hmm. somehow. The mobster is caught. The most that they can be said to do in the film is survive. That is about their accomplishment. Yeah, that's that's pretty much at the level. Once again, the corpse of Bernie escapes custody and ends up on the beach. And that's that's where the movie ends. Yep, yep. It's so dumb. I feel dumb it's having so just dumb. described it. There's a sequel. I, I, yeah, I was exactly about to say that. We discovered that it could have been so much worse because we could have watched a sequel which involves Bernie's black magic reanimated corpse. Maybe we'll do that for our 300th episode if by then we have truly decided that we hate ourselves <laughs> profoundly. But for the time being, Weekend at Bernie's, that's the plot. That's what we reckoned with. And so that's what we need to reckon with now. Who would like to, who would like to put time on the timer? I am Spartacus. Go do it. All right. I have 10 minutes on the clock. Uh, I'm so not ready to do this. Here we go. Let's let's uh, figure out how to breathe some life into this corpse. You said a thing, Gabrielle, when we watched this movie that I mm-hmm. thought was very smart and I want to bring back to the table, which is that there's a, one of the few good moments is when mm-hmm. the heroes decide 
for very stupid reasons. That's a problem with this is that asking people to believe that a corpse is a person makes everyone seem stupid. Yes. But they, they believe that if they have the corpse of this person on them, they will not be harmed by the mob. And right. that needs to be running throughout. Like it needs to be that as long as they're with Bernie, they're okay. So my thought is, is that they are in bad with the mob anyway to start. Mm-hmm. That these are not innocents because they weren't. No. They weren't innocent. No, they work for a hedge fund, basically. No one, no one there is clean. So that's the intelligent. This is, these are great questions. But uh-huh. I want to take a step back, you guys. Okay, right? okay, okay. Let's, okay. let's, let's go back. We need to, with a beginner's mind, look upon... <laughs> The work of Weekend at Bernie's and ask ourselves. <laughs> and despair? Yeah, despair is right. Yeah. What is Weekend at Bernie's <laughs> really uh-huh. about? Okay. Capitalism? Making money as a studio. Loss of innocence? Yeah. Male fragility? The, the follies of <laughs> excess and greed? The delicacy of life and how transient it all is? Is not cinema itself an expression of the transience of existence? Yes. <laughs> like, I feel like there's like, what would Werner Herzog do? <laughs> approach to that. <laughs> so, yeah, so no, like, I mean, I think that that's I mean, a great he would have the corpse decay for first of all. It would just be a real-time <laughs> fucking, like, body that's, cam. That's the thing about this movie. The, the Werner Herzog version of it would be weak at Bernie's. And it would like oh, there would God. be a factor of like the corpse decaying over the corpse of over the course of that week and like the increasingly gruesome realities <laughs> of it. It would be some like Swiss Army Man. Shit. Let's go back to the real shit you brought. Yeah, Swiss Army Man is a better version of this concept. Just all together. Good yeah. job, Daniels. Yes, yes, yes. But all right, but wait, wait, wait. But like, okay, like, what is it about? Did you have an answer? Were those leading questions, Zach, or are we contemplating the larger dimensions of it? I think it's like sort of looking at the Robert McKee thing of like, if we were actually going to try to like tell like, what's the story they were going for that they failed at were a value change from A to B. Okay. And I think that my answer to that, you could get there by asking like, who's the main character really? Is it Bernie's dead body? Is it like the the problem with the movie (laughs) is that the main character is Bernie's dead body? (laughs) No. And that the two stiffs are the heroes. Yeah, exactly. And no, and I would say that at its heart, God, this is a higher degree of thought that this movie deserves. I hope I'm so that sorry. we're the first people that have even spent any time thinking about it on this level. At its heart, I would say that you could make an argument that this is a movie about two guys that are trying to advance in an American capitalist system. And being forced to reckon that in order to do that, they need to preserve the image of a higher up and that they need to kind of. No, it's truly about class when you get down to it, because yeah. the romantic lead is from that, that Hampton's class. Yes. yes, exactly. Yes. And, and these two schmoes are not. And yeah, and they just need to kind of like preserve this image of their boss is the successful, powerful man, even when their boss is so useless and so not contributing anything to society Mm -hmm. that he is literally a rotting corpse. (laughs) Like if we were trying to find a heart somewhere in this beast, I would say that that is 
Yeah. But the problem with it is, is that the guys win in the end, sort of. They survive the experience, first of all. And then one of them gets the girl and access to that higher tier status. If we're truly thinking about American class, that doesn't happen. No, 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 no. And I think that like there needs to be, I'm not sure what all the pieces are, but ultimately there needs to be some way in which they reject that situation exactly here's a pitch for how this could possibly be better they work for bernie bernie has some mob contacts Mm -hmm. um bernie wants to get someone killed bernie accidentally has the wrong person killed and then he tells these two schmoes i accidentally killed bob i need people to think that bob is alive through this weekend make it happen and if you do corner office promotions, bonuses, climbing the corporate ladder. And then Mm -hmm. it's a little bit of kind of, okay, there is comedy in they are posing this body and trying to do all these things, which by the way, any good film would need to take it way farther than Weekend at Bernie's does. Weekend at Bernie's kind of stops at that sunglasses shtick and then kind of does very little with it past that. But then there's a little bit of this choice of, are we actually doing this? We're helping this guy with mafia connections. It's like, oh, come on. We can be horrible for one weekend and then get all the money. That solves the problem of the stupidity issue. Yeah. Was why I like that. Because then the beachgoers who are completely like trashed and high and rich, like they can fool them. And the audience sympathy is still with these two guys. and. It is okay that these rich people don't see clearly because they don't. The love interest thinks that Bernie's still alive for like two extra days. And that's a problem, baby. Yes. Yes, it is. And it also serves a little bit the motivation problem if their boss is kind of being like, hey, guys, I need you to do this. Also, if um, you don't, maybe I'm someone with mob connections that just had someone assassinated on a whim. Then it's kind of like, cool, we need to do what this guy says. And then it's kind of a choice of, when do we do we actually do it all the way or do halfway through do we go to the cops and maybe put someone dangerous behind bars but don't advance to junior executive and get the private boardroom key or whatever it is and then ultimately it's about i mean bernie's going to have them pin the murder on them regardless right of course he is of course he is so then the movie can escalate and being about killing bernie which was kind of where (laughs) my my head was at it's a movie about them trying to escape the hamptons for whatever reason they always end up back in the same bar room with the same corpse but we don't have to like have it be like that formalist or neat or that many iterations of the of the problem. It can sort of escalate in a more natural way, but they have to kill Bernie. That's yeah. that's what it comes down to. Got to got to do it. Do they get caught killing Bernie? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of the the, the quote unquote happy ending to the story. It's you know they kill Bernie and then go to jail, but they go to jail as righteous men who or. Uh-huh. Is this, do we like blow out the time scale on this? And for years, they go through the police training. They like become dirty cops to mm. be able to like get away with it in this corrupt world. I mean, I think it can be, there's different avenues, but I think it can be as simple as they kill Bernie, they get away with it, but they are so fired. Like the bad outcome happens. No, guys, guys, they kill Bernie. They think it's over. And then Bernie's mafia friends show show up and they're kind of going, you know, guys, 
Bernie was an important part of our organization. We needed a man on the inside of Big Money Company Insurance Co. You know, if Bernie's not there, we're going to need someone to handle things. And so they become the new Bernie. They are trapped in a cage of their own success. I mean, that's... Not quite the Werner Herzog version, but that, that is maybe the, that's, that's pretty close. That is time, uh, unfortunately, but also fortunately, because I, I can now hit go on this eternal sunshine of the spotless mind machine that I have <laughs> on standby Fantastic. to delete every frame of Weekend at Bernie's from my mind. Oh my God. To give it its due, uh, it does that sequence where the guy and the girl are on the beach making I out know. and yeah. the corpse yeah. Like washes, washes into frame and, and then washes out of washes fr- out. Yeah, it it's, is. That's great. It's not a little funny. It is hysterical. The timing is exquisite. Yeah, the choreography. <laughs> like there is. I'm not going to say that it's worth watching for that moment no. because no. no, your brains no. are precious. Protect your brain cells. It deeply explains the ways in which this thing has face hugged our collective pop culture imagination for as many <laughs> years as it has. <laughs> Yes, that was an alien. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it was accurate. That's so accurate. I just That's hasn't so let go. Unusual. <laughs> what a great way to put it. I love it. And the other thing about it is that, like, now that we're in complaining mode, is that the yeah, things yeah, yeah. that work about it can be completely untethered from the movie. Like, yes. you don't need to watch yes. the whole movie for the to watch the three gags no. that work. Yes, they're just it's just sketch gags. That's it. Yeah, they are exactly like they are gags that are just something coming into frame in a funny way and then something leaving frame in a funny way. There's nothing that is tied to these schmoes that are the main characters of the film. I just need somebody that listens to this show to create an Urban Dictionary entry for Face Hugged (laughs) that is defined as unconsensual grokking. Uh, Listeners, it's our birthday. It's our 200th episode. Uh, Please do this for us. That is is all we wish. (laughs) Play 200th birthday don't present. don't say it was us though <laughs> <laughs> right right there the urban dictionary entry it's this one's out to zach gabrielle and sarah oh no I mean, as long as you don't use last names yeah there you go well folks this has been the very very silly thing that we decided to do for our 200th episode we hope that it's been fun to listen to us suffer with this movie but we also hope that it's been fun to listen to us do this for 200 episodes. We know that we've had a blast and we are honestly amazed and shaken every time that we discover that there is actually people out there that are listening to this every week and playing along with the game in their own minds as we read these bad ideas and then try to go with them, listening to the interviews that we get to do with our amazing guests. We have some truly brilliant folk coming up as guest stars in these coming days. So just like a very, very heartfelt thank you from all of us for letting us do this and enabling us uh, we love to be enabled so thank you badly needed no truly the, we would have stopped doing this if people weren't listening to it it's a fun creative exercise for all of us but i think the reason that we do it is so that it can help not only spark our own creativity but be a fun uh mind break for other f- creative folks and we have so so loved getting to meet people and have have guests yeah. have this be an opportunity for us to talk to amazing people and learn more about their creative process and how they work and you know tear from y'all because we we love it that you guys play the game too and we shall keep playing the game i could just say everything you guys said so i won't um, <laughs> <laughs> i'll just say in darker times than we have now this game was a bright light and it hasn't stopped shining yes it really was so Thanks, everybody, for the time. See you next time. 
This has been No Bad Ideas, produced by Gabrielle Urbina, Sarah Shackett, and Zach Valenti. Many thanks to our patrons for their partnership in making this show happen. And a special shout out to our idealist members, Jennifer Schneider, Rena Sarame, Jeffrey Felsher, and Dia. Today's episode features music by Statesher and Jazar from freemusicarchive.org. You can support the show at nobadideaspodcast.com slash support. And if you love this show, please leave a rating or review wherever you listen and share it with someone you love. 